Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Good evening and welcome to this week's After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game from Clemens Community Radio. Yes, you're very welcome to After the Fact tonight, where our time machine has landed on 1937. In front of me, we have the blue team. Blue team is Marcella Connolly. You're still a journalist this week. Yeah, Yeah, I am. She's still a journalist. (laughs) Welcome again, Marcella. Hi, Jerry Slattery, still a teacher for another three weeks. <laughs> no, one, anyway. no one's job has moved since we <laughs> last heard from you. And across the table to the red team. Evening, John. Uh, Liam Rabbit, Environmental Officer. Very welcome and back, Liam. You're two for two so far. Two for two and a new But you have a new, new partner tonight. Let's go meet that person via the miracle of Skype. Say hello, please. Hello, uh, Brendan Cox here. I am still in IT, haven't changed jobs. Good. <coughs> We're all, we all know where we stand with each other tonight. And someone else who hasn't changed jobs, of course, is our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Good evening, Clancy. Good evening, everyone. I have nothing to say, so I will say nothing. Good luck, everyone. Thanks, Clancy. Thanks, Clancy. Okay, well, thank you for that, Clancy. Let us proceed straight away with quiz. Okay, round one is our multiple choice round. In this round, each player will be asked a question with three potential answers. If they can give me the correct answer, they will get two points for their side. If they need to confer with their teammate, however, they can only get one point. Any wrong answers will see the remaining two options passed over to the side who can confer for one potential point. We are on an odd-numbered episode, which means we are going with the red team tonight. So, Liam or Brendy, uh, well... We won't even ask who to go first. We have a new kind of standing rule. Whoever's here gets to go yeah. first. Oh. Fair enough. So yeah. that will be you, Liam. Okay. Question one. Ireland's first radio station had existed from 1926. In 1937, it was renamed Radio Airden, from which previous name used because of the location of the high-powered transmitter used to broadcast its signal. So was it A, Radio Athlone, B, Radio Meath, or C, Radio Dublin? Yes, I'll confer, Brendan. What do you think? I was hoping you wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, so you're conferring for one point. It's probably too obvious. Dublin is probably too obvious. It's probably too obvious, and yet, so. would you ever go and do anything in me? Like, really? You <laughs> <laughs> could take it. I'm only messing up. No, I am. Um, would take a punt to that loan, maybe? I suppose it is central. Uh, should I not go for it? Yeah, we'll try at loan. Radio at loan is the correct answer. Oh, good. Well done. Okay, cross we go. Who's going first? I will. Marcella, ladies first. Here we go. Tipperary hammered Kilkenny in the 1937 All-Ireland Senior Hurling Final, Marcella. <laughs> Did they know? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to score. <laughs> but can you tell me, please, in which unusual venue did that game take place? Was it A, the Polo Grounds, New York? B, the Cork Athletic Grounds, or C, Fitzgerald Stadium, Killarney. I, I, I kind of want to say New York for some reason. So, Tipperary hammered Kilkenny in the 1937 All-Ireland Senior Hurling Final 
But in which unusual venue did the game take place? A. The Polo Grounds, New York. B. The Cork Athletic Grounds. Or C. Fitzgerald Stadium, Killarney. So are you going on your own or are you going to confirm? No, I'm going to confirm. You're going to confirm to team, mate. I feel like Jared might have an input. <laughs> well, I don't know it, but I, th- I know it's not the Polo Grounds. Okay. Definitely not. Okay. So it's either Cork, the Athletic Grounds in Cork. Cork Athletic Grounds. And Fitzgerald Stadium, Killarney. Correct. They're your two options. No, Fitzgerald Stadium. And the teams were Tipperary and Kilkenny. Tipperary, Harvard, Kilkenny. It would have been more logical to have it in Cork, geographically. Yeah. Like. Killarney and Kerry wouldn't be associated with Hurling at all. Even though they That's true. But look at we'll I think Cork is the more logical yeah, answer. Yeah, we'll so we'll go, go on Cork. Cork Why did I want to say New York? Something happened in No, that was 1947, the football, 47 Cavan. Ah, Cavan, that's what Cavan, I was thinking Cavan of. Kerry. Good man. All right, then we'll go Cork. I'm afraid that is incorrect. Uh, actually, uh, Killarney. Pass it over. Killarney. Killarney. Sorry, Brendan, I didn't do that. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if he knows it, he knows it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, I like work on the building of the Cusick stand was not finished in time in Crow Park why they hit upon going to Clarity for the final I actually don't know and the fo- football final two weeks later was in Crow Park so presumably the stadium was finished right Brenda your question now okay in April 1937 British inventor Frank Whittle led the team which created the first working model of which new type of technology your options are A jet engines B radar or C, the mobile phone? I'd love to whittle it down, but... Uh, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be confident to go with any of those without conferring, so... Okay, you're bringing Liam in. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's either the jet engine or radar, but I'm just thinking like World War Two. Radar, World War II. I, just have I a, think the I first... I think it's the jet engine, I think, but... Yeah, but I, and I don't think it was actually put into because I think if I'm not mistaken, I was on uh, 1944 here before, and after the fact, and the first the first jet engine to be produced that actually flew was in '94, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, but that would mean that you had what five years, uh, six, seven years to perfect it. So can uh, I push you for an answer, gentlemen? Uh, will we go with jet engine? Yeah. Okay, jet engine. Yeah. Correct. Well done, Brendan. Yes. Okay. Especially well done, Brendan, given that I think you were actually confusing rockets with jet engines there with your 1944 facts. Cross we go, Jar, your question. Okay. After the premiere of his most famous work, Carmina Burana, took place in 1937, which composer informed his publishers that he was henceforth disowning all of his previous compositions? Was it A. Max Bruch, B. Edward Elgar, or C. Karl Orff? Bruch, Elgar, or Orff, 1937. Um, I'm going. What's the scoring says? Is this two points for. Two points if you go on your own. And one. I'm going to try and make up. I'm associating that Burana with, with Orff. For some reason, that's a bad miss. And if I don't, if I don't get this, but um, I'm going to try. Is it the third option there? Yes, Karlorf. Yeah. Oh, well, well done. done. I was like, don't ask me. Oh, you wait. <laughs> no, you're right. Okay, okay that's a good one at the death. There, gets himself two points for his team. 
So let's go and check on the scores with Clancy right now. Blue two two points. Red two three points. So yes, three points to two lead for the Reds. So we move on to round two. This is our connections round. In this round, the team that is in control will get given two pieces of information. If they can tell me what links those two pieces of information with the year in question, they get three points. They can ask for a third and indeed a fourth piece of info, but they were playing for two and one points respectively. A wrong answer at any point will see all four options given across for a potential one point bonus. Team that's trailing goes first, that's the Blues. Okay. Uh huh. You start off with LZ129 and Manchester, New Jersey. Oh, yeah, that's we know the... this. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, we know this. Right, right, okay. This is the. Um... Heineberg. Thing. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get the proper name of it. That was New Jersey, the Hindenburg. The Hindenburg. 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 Yeah, the Hindenburg disaster. Yeah. Yeah. The Hindenburg disaster. Well, the Hindenburg. Hindenburg. Yeah. Those are the two exact words I have written down in front of me as the answer. Okay, perfect. Hindenburg disaster, which took place on uh, May the sixth, nineteen thirty-seven. It's the ship's code number for flying was LZ one two nine. It is, as you know, it occurred in Manchester, New Jersey. Third piece of info with the 36 deaths, unfortunately. Uh, and mm. the fourth and final clue, if you'd needed it, would have been hydrogen. So you'd have, uh, I think yeah. that would have really given the game away. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's a good three points. Cool. Mm. Across we go. Liam and Brendan. Your first two piece of info are John Hearn. That's spelled H-E-A-R-N-E. And Michal O. Griefta. G-R-I-F-A-D-A-O-B-H-T-H-A. Anything? Not an iota. <laughs> John um, Hearn. John Hearn and Michal O'Griffa. Of Griffa? Yeah. All there was a lot of stuff with Don with regard to um, the first election. And then later that they... Oh, yeah. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. trying to think... We'll, we'll have to ask for another one, I'd say, Brendan. Yeah, might as well. Another one there, please. All then. right, no problem. John Hearn, Michal O'Griffa, and July the 1st. Okay, so I'm born, that, that's my birthday, so I happen to know of different pieces of information. Um, I believe that was the announcement of the first... Uh, What's the word for it? Because it wasn't the constitution the, and all that. The constitution is it? it? Yeah, but it wasn't the doll. It was the, it was the executive or the the English version of what became the doll. Well, it was the executive council. Was it before before it became yeah, it before became the, the doll, constitution yeah. and Bonnock and Heron and all that? Bonnock and Heron, nineteen thirty-seven. Yeah, but Bonnock and Heron was later that year, whereas July first. Was the, uh, the 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 election was held in June and into July, and then uh, De Valera was elected. The he was the, um, the, the Taoiseach, first Taoiseach. He was the first Taoiseach, but yeah. it was the, it was the English thing before in July. So the Taoiseach only came about in December. Executive Council is that what it was? It was the Executive Council, and he was the um, he was the leader. Oh, yeah, I wonder is. It, so what what kind of answer? I don't want to be wasting time. What kind of answer are we <laughs> right. are we forming? Are we thinking? Um, I don't know. It could it could be the election itself. 
Uh, I know the results, I think, came out on the 1st of July. Um, but yeah, and then, and like, it could be the election, it could be... Well, if those two guys, I'd imagine they were, were members of the parliament or whatever the bloody thing was called, the executive yeah, council. I've never, so, Michal O'Grifa, never heard of them now. Yeah. Do, do, you want to, do you want to take a stab or do you want to have another clue? There's one clue left on the shelf. And we get one point. Yes. If we get it. Yes. I think we should... Go. I, I've... We don't have a definitive answer. No, no, we'll, we'll go with another yeah. clue then. Okay, on, yeah. for one point, we've got John Hearn, Michal O'Grifa, July the 1st, and finally, Tisha Kantanishta. You see, we're on the right track, but like, how do you formulate, like, what? Yeah, if you say the wrong thing. You see, we're, we're, we can talk about it, but just to put it into two or three words. The... Tisha Kantanishta. The... Tisha Kantanishta. You're under, yeah. You're it's saying like it's the, it's kind of the changeover from. I, do you know what I think? It's just it's the const. I think it's Bunrock here in the constitution. Myself. Okay. Did we go with that? Bunrock here in the constitution. Yeah. They were probably the two fellas that wrote the bloody thing. <laughs> Correct. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry about that, Brendan. No, your grand. I, I, you know. Yeah, we're on the right track, but we couldn't just. Yes. We could narrow it down. We just, yeah. we just couldn't. Yeah. yeah no. yeah. Overthinking it. Yeah, they were yeah. overthinking it. Overthinking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Tisha Kantanishta were terms... We knew it, but just... Uh, Tisha Kantanishta were terms introduced yeah. in the Constitution of 1937. <clears throat> it was passed by a referendum on July 1st. Yeah. Michal Agrifa wrote the Irish language version and John Heron was the civil service servant who was in charge of the English language version. Mm. Right. You got your point, though. Well done. Okay. Cross we go. Marcel and Ger. Mm-hmm. You've got... George Milton and Curly, spelled C-U-R-L-E-Y. George Milton and Curly, they're characters. In a, or is George Milton a writer like or a director or something? And Curly was a, a character in a movie, I, I can't. Was Curly in like the, um, what do you call the, those kids? <laughs> You know, Great radio where you were doing heads to your Yeah, head. I do now. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. It's my turn to sit back and just watch. <laughs> no, one of the, it was a movie, Black and White. It was Carly one of the, yeah, you know when he's got the spritz to look at the back of his head. <laughs> uh, I could be totally in the wrong if thing altogether. If only we had the webcam on tonight, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> Seven Dwarves, well, that was no, that that was, seven, but yeah. so. no, but George Milton, was he not a director of some sort? Haven't a clue. N- neither of these. Curly, just simply the surname Curly. C U R L E Y. Yeah. Well, we're going to need another clue. Yeah, we'll need another clue. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> George Milton, Curly, and now Lenny Small. Yeah, it is Lenny. It is. Lenny, Lenny. Small. It is what? They, they are. I'm nearly positive. What do you call those little dudes? They're kids <laughs> around 10 or 7 or 5 or whatever they are. George Milton, Curly, and Lenny Small. That's where we're at right now. I put you off completely. A right answer will get you two points. I'm just not thinking of any movie. Kids, like there's no like 1937. Yeah, black and white. You know. No, I know what you're on about, but I can't think of it. There's a musical (laughs) from 1937 as well. but uh, the names aren't ringing a bell at all, and you know, I can't get any association here. 
Um, yeah, and also the name seems American. Okay, we'll go for another. Yeah. Final piece of info. So, <coughs> George Milton, Curly, Lenny Small, and now John Steinbeck. Oh, 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 oh. of course, of mice, of, and of mice and Men. Yeah. Jeepers. Yeah. The little in there rascals somewhere. you were trying to think of. That's exactly what I was trying to think right. of. Yeah. <laughs> there so probably is no Curly, but I thought there was. There. <laughs> Oh. I think yeah I, I know the fellow with the hair who is Alfalfa he was oh, Alfalfa yeah, that's Alfalfa yeah. Sorry, yeah I was going down that road yeah, yeah. Oh, Lenny's small. is that the big fellow so George and Lenny were the two George main characters Lenny, yeah. you know, of Mice and Men yeah. Curly was a kind of a psychopathic uh, yeah farm the boss or the boss's son or something Lenny was the big lad Lenny, was, Lenny's Lenny's big. small was the big lad yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. did you know that Brenda I I was aware of the book, I, I wouldn't have gotten the answer. Okay. I was probably going to guess that uh, Little Rascals. <laughs> <laughs> John Steinbeck's Of Mice and Men was published in 1937. Mm. Right. Final piece, final question of the round goes across to Brendan and Liam. 26th of April and Biscay Province. Spelled B I S C A Y, is it? As in the Bay of. Bay of Biscay. 26th of April and Biscay Province. Hmm. It's linked to the Spanish Civil War, but uh, we yeah. probably need another one. Uh, I, I think I'm we need another. I, I have three or four ideas running in my head, Brendan, but yeah, I don't want to jump in. Down again. Yeah, yeah, give us another one, John. Right on. 26th of April, Biscay Province. 3.49 metres by 7.76 metres. 3.49 metres by... 7.76 metres. I should get Clancy to read that out. 3.49 metres. Metres by 7.76 metres. That's actually confusing me even more because I was thinking like uh, the Spanish Civil War and... Oh! Oh! That I, like I, think I, know it. I think I know it. That sounded like a major penny drop okay. right there. Yeah. Um... The painting Picasso Guernica. Would it be that big, would it? Oh yes, okay. Would it be Guernica's in, in Guernica yes, was be. a battle in, in, in Spain and yeah. Spanish Civil War. I'm happy to go with it. Does that get us the two points? If you get it if right. If we get it right. Pablo get it right. we'll go with that. Pablo Picasso's Guernica painting. It's correct. Well done. done, well done. Good shout. There's no battles, I'm afraid. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to tell, yeah. pick you up on the battle. Yeah, that's uh, straight away, Ger. Bombing of a town. Bombing, yeah. yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it happened on the 26th of April, 1937, the bombing of Guernica, which is in Biscay province in Spain. The painting that Picasso created, based on it, was that massive, that area, 3.49 metres by 7.76 metres. And well, Picasso himself would have been your fourth clue if you'd gotten there. OK, after that round, let's go over to Clancy and we see how the scores stand. Blue to six points. Red to six points. So the sides are level. Oh, no. Let us proceed to round number three. In this round, the teams will hear a piece of music when it's their go, and they will give a point for giving us the song title and the artist, with one exception, which I'll explain in a few moments, not just yet. And then there'll be two subsequent questions worth a point each. Any wrong answers, we'll see it offered across for a potential bonus. Right, we are level, so we tossed a coin, and the red team won the coin toss. Liam and Brendan are going to go first. So here comes your first piece of music on 1937. For I know she's waiting there for me, that lone pine tree. 
Now I had to edit that just before the song title came up. So, uh, who? I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's a duet. And who are performing it? And uh, what's it called? Lynn. <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, I did a I, bit. Of, I did a small bit of study on thirty-seven and the top five songs, and I could probably throw them out. But I could. I'll probably uh, endanger so further questions. That's the other. That's the other thing. Um, um, he did say it's a duet. I too did a small bit of study. <laughs> I can only think of one duet well, that was uh, near enough the top. Well, sure, tell tell who who do you think? Yeah, <laughs> first <laughs> for taking that pressure off me. So uh, again, conferring here, John. Yes. Uh, that was uh, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. And Layla. Uh, there was Layla or, or something, or something like, that. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the only one I can think of. So, can I get an answer, please? Should we go with that? I, I. Yeah. yeah might as well. Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, and. Lela or Lela. Surprisingly, that is incorrect. Mm. Going across, Jerry looked like he knew this when it started playing. He has it on well, his face. Well, Astaire and Rogers is my only, my only interest. Oh, it's, well. not, it's not. It's not it's the same. Not Layla. No, that's that's somebody else. Um, I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to think of the other. The, when I, oh, it's not been Crosby now. If it's that, if it is that duo, it's a, it's like this five or six words in it. I this song I was delighted to see came up in the year because my grandmother used to sing this all the time. Oh, so I have a nice memory. It's not your granny's version, is it? Uh, it's not my granny singing. No, no. <laughs> After a t- be, couple hundred cigarettes. If, if it's from the, the movie Dance with Me, is it or something like that? No. Uh, I it's don't. I don't Rogers, think anyone is getting it. No. Exactly. So no, no. If it's not a Sarah Rogers, I think no, no. it would pass because okay. yeah. another duet. I mean, it's two two men singing. Anyway. Yeah. It is two men singing. Correct. So. No. So no. But their yeah. names. Well, I tell you now who yes. they were. Oh, yes. Yes. They're, yes. They were two little-known people called. Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy. Oh, oh God. God. And they were singing The Trail of the Lonesome Pine there. Gee. When they got it. Now you have two subsequent questions, though, Brendan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. Whilst this song featured in Laurel and Hardy's 1937 film Way Out West, that's how I got it into this round, the song is, in fact, much older. Within five years, either way, tell me what year it was first published. Uh, so, <laughs> you have five years either way. Yeah, but you said it is in fact much older. <laughs> it is that... much older, yes. Yeah, okay. So it's then... probably back in the eighteen something other. What do you think? The Wild West, Lonesome Pine. I'm just thinking of uh, Wyatt Earp and all those. They're back in yeah. the eighteen eighties. So, what's and this song featured? Five years either way. So, okay. What do you think? Have you any any educated uh, guess yourself? Uh. Give me one. No, I, I so Wired Earp and all those boys. I'm just, no. yeah, probably later than that, wouldn't it? Well, I just lonesome pine. Ah, sure, look at it. It's just a punt in the dark. Do you want to take a stab at a year or will I join me to stab at it? Because I haven't a clue. He's got a knife, he's willing to stab. Okay, you stab at it. I stab myself. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a year. You get, we got five years either way, so it's a 10 year, ten year window to 1885. Uh, 1885. <laughs> It's obviously well, a complete it's a stab window, now. There was a lot of the the, the, the Western 
film genre, whatever is the word for I think it. I misheard the question. That was kind of 1900s. Yeah, I thought it was like... Five years 30, either 30, side of 1937. 30, 32 to... I thought no, no, no. I, I want you to give me the year within a five-year yeah, leeway on yeah. either side. I'm being so, very... Oh, sorry. I'm going to go somewhere like yeah, the 1900s. Not used to generous, John. It's probably an ancient sign. So what, uh, give us a year. So go 1907. Yeah, okay. 1907. I was going to say 1900. 1907 is... It's incredibly close. The actual uh, year, 1913... Which means your tenure window was from 1908 to 1918. Oh. <laughs> wow. So you were shocking. That, close. That's when a lot of the stuff was, a lot of the novels were written. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that, that, yeah. Those kind of it's based on a Western book that was yeah. published not too, about two years ago. There's that. a word for that, isn't there? Is it begins with Z. Am I right or am I just. Liam, uh, Liam and Brendan. It's still your goal. This is taking a long night. <laughs> this round is going to take a long time by the time we get to the first round. Next question. Within five years, either way. <laughs> Please tell me in what year this song was re-released, or probably first ever released, as a single, and reached number two in the UK charts and number ten in the Irish charts. This happened at some point after 1937. Mm. And so the song was the... This exact version, the, the, the lo- Trail, Trail of the Lonesome Pine the by Trail. Laurel and Hardy, was released... I guess as a novelty idea, and it actually reached number two in the UK charts and number ten in the Irish charts. So you've got within five years again either side of the correct answer. So the only thing that I'm, I'm digging back into the memory banks here, I remember a certain time before the most recent uh, outbreak of 3D movies, yeah. whereby there was uh, you know your you get your box of Kellogg's and they used to have 3D glasses with them. Okay. And there was a uh, kind of a a flurry of activity around old black and white movies that have been remastered to be uh, 3D. Okay. So that's the only reason I can think of that they would re-release it to any any kind of success. I mean, I was just yeah, I was kind of thinking like they they passed away, they died close enough to each other. I think back in the 60s or 70s. But look at it, you're you're probably sound like it's the 80s, is it? Well, yeah. Um, Do you know what? I I had a punt the last time. I let you. I leave it up to you to to shoot out a year there alright Brendan he's giving it over to you so you've got a uh, big 10 year window. window you do uh, so no, no harm 19... no foul <laughs> what are you going for Brendan I picked 1985 1985 <laughs> not across we go I would think a little earlier than that yeah. I'm thinking more 67 like late 60s 70s mid 70s 75 uh, I was thinking 70, so you're covering 60. <laughs> you know, you can cover in okay. so okay. 60, 60s. 69. Summer 69. Turn 60s music down first. 70. <laughs> like, come on. Se- second in UK. I need you to pick a year. Yes, yes. Pick a year. So I'm thinking, let's just go back. Let's go back to the early 60s. Well, se- 10. Okay, Do you want to go for the early 60s? No, I was going to go for the early 70s. Like for early 70s. 70s. 72 then. 72. Okay, 72. 72. Oh my god. Ah! Point. Yay. Oh my god, that's a fluke. Uh, well, it, wait, you hear this, Jar? You actually said the exact right answer a second ago. 69. It was 75. 75. Was the exact right answer. Well it reached number two in the British charts I mean, and number 10 in the Irish charts. 1975. Wow. Really, they're desperate for a bit of music. Uh, yeah. Well done. No, don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. No panic. No panic. Look, we weren't. Okay. It's been a bad year for. Here comes our second piece of music from 1937. Everyone, please pay attention. Here we go. The way you hold your knife, the way we dance till three, 
the way you changed my life. No, no. Okay, so who was that and what was he singing? I think we were talking about this minutes ago. Fred Astaire. We kind of think of the song. Well, he was just about to say the song title right there, next yeah, line. Yeah, that's where I think it was Leila. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fred Astaire and, yeah, Leila, no? Or whatever, the way you say that. No, that is Crosby. The way you wave your hair. <laughs> Go on, sing it. She'll be even home with you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what I know for that. <laughs> dance with me, isn't it? Is it Dance with me? Is that what you call it? That well-known Calvin Harris tune. Eyes, we give us eye. Eye. It's something about. Um, I will dance I'm with you tonight. No. All right, Brendy no. is telling me you've given an answer. Brendan's itch and he's. Yeah, yeah, Brendan must know this. I'm afraid, Jar. Yeah, it's a zero. Correct. Oh. Cross we go, Brendan. Brendan. Uh, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I, I so I know it uh, from a, a, another singer, but um, actually, do you know what? I'm gonna take the, take it on this one. <laughs> yeah, you work away there, yeah, because I. So they can't take that away from me. Oh. Uh, and it was Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be nice. Nothing to do with Ginger Rogers at all. But first, no, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the other. Yeah. Well done. And they can't take that away from me. Okay. Right, Marcella and Jar. Mm. Two further questions. Right. Which famous team of brothers wrote this song? Brothers Grimm. No, no, no. Because they... Fairy tales. Fairy tales, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the movie. No. Um, the Seven Dwarves. Um, put me off. Oh, the brothers who wrote this song. Yes, famous pair of brothers wrote this song. I, all I want is their surname. Mark. Oh, the only brothers from that era that I know. <laughs> Doesn't seem right though. Marx Brothers. The Marx Brothers. <laughs> is that kind your answer? They're in a different oh, business. Is that your answer? <laughs> not, <a> not really. <laughs> the Righteous Brothers. <laughs> Probably were going to primary school uh, in 1987. Yeah. The lads who were in the Righteous Brothers. Ah. I don't look up this one, I'm afraid. No. Smith Brothers. Johnson. The the Johnsons. <laughs> the Johnsons. Okay, I'm going to presume Johnson you're Johnson. passing. I might rather think Johnson. Yeah, we are Johnson. passing. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> the original. <laughs> Let's just end that one there. Mm. Brendan. Brendan, what are you thinking? Uh, so I actually don't know this at all. No. Trying to think of, of uh, like like the guys were doing there. I'm trying to think of any kind of brothers around that era. Yeah. Um, I'd probably look to this, but I can't remember. Okay. Are you uh, just... I, I, I might just take a guess. Maybe Do take a stab in the dark. Ellington. Unlucky. Uh, George and Ira Gershwin. Ah. Right. Marcel and Jar. Yes. Fred Astaire was born in 1899 in Omaha, Nebraska and became a child star in a double act with his older sister. Very early on, they changed their surnames to Astaire from their original family name. What was this name? One that was a, the same as that of a famous 19th century battle. Jeepers. No, that's beyond my... Sue, 19th century battle, you're in the American Civil War. Yeah. Or the frontier battles. Custer's last stand. Custer. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> withers or something? No. Um, Actually, I don't know. Okay. I'm not even going to pretend to. The Astaire's family name, original family name. Earlier battles have been put in the Napoleonic era. Not too many of us. English names like. Yeah. Apparently going to be Waterloo, is it? <laughs> Fred <laughs> Waterloo. Fred, Fred Waterloo. Fred Trafalgar. Hastings is a normal um, name. No, it's been <laughs> the 19th century. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> eleven. But I'm trying to think of like normal names. Right. Um, I got to. Will I push you for an answer now? Custer. Custer. Yeah. The Battle of Custer. <laughs> I'm afraid not. I think I know it, Brendan. Go on. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, Austerlitz. Austerlitz. You were awful close yeah. to Napoleon. You were on the right track. Yeah, you were never suggested them. Yeah. No. Well, a lot of times when people, you know, it's you know, one that I've seen. When yeah. people change their name, they often keep certain. So uh, you know, Austerlitz. Yeah. Sounds. The initials right. Austerlitz. Many at the train station, metro station, Austerlitz. Right. Well done. We're halfway through this music round, everybody. Oh lordy. Get ready to tap your feet. Tune, absolute mm. tune there, that one, right? I think, I think I know. Oh, I know the name yeah. of the tune, Brendan. Um, I'm just not 100 percent sure about the musician. The yeah, I'm not 100 so percent sure. He knows the artist. Oh, this could okay. Be well. And I, I think I nearly know one of the answers to the next question. Well, I keep can nearly preempt it. Let's well. keep that to um, so, do you want the name? The song is is the tune. I think is Caravan, and I, I think Duke Ellington. But you, you reckon you have a band uh, singer? Whatever. Ooh. What? What's your? What's your? <laughs> I think that interrupted Brendy's line of thought. Which you just what's your? Um, what's your answer? Oh, what do you think? So this again is confirmed, John. Yeah, of yeah, course. yeah no, absolutely. What's your thought on the band or the song? Or I was thinking it was uh, Benny Goodman and Sing Sing Sing, but again, there's no singing in that song, really, is there? <laughs> no. So. Yeah, I, I think be, I'm. Yeah. I'm. Pr- I think I'm pretty right with the song. Yeah. I'm just not 100 sure <laughs> yeah. with the. Because as I said, um, I know the add-on question. Well then, yeah. So then go, go, uh, go for it. And uh, uh, who, why, why, why are you saying Benny Goodman? Again, like that. I was doing a bit of research, but again. Uh, but it could be like an amalgamation of yours and mine. What was the name of your song? Caravan. See, I think if we amalgamate, we'll either be. Wrong or well, we're wrong, but we'd right. give the answers to the guys. But sure, look at it. You know. I think go with your your gut if it if it's uh, caravan because when you said caravan, it did sound. Yeah, it's it's. I'm pretty sure it's caravan. Right. So go for um, that, and then uh, uh, wh- wh- where did you get Benny Goodman from? Is that there's he, he's definitely responsible for one of the bigger songs that year, but I was pretty sure of the artist uh, song title, but again. Um, Okay, I need to push you for an answer, guys. Yeah, well, it's the, it's Caravan and it's... Go on, Liam. Go with your... Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington. It is neither of those things. No. Mm. Sorry. 
Across we go. In fairness, I did have it written down. No, okay. I think you were dancing all around it. Before your teammate mentioned it. Yeah, we're going to say we sing, sing, sing. What is it, Jar? It Come is. on, Jar. Sing, sing, sing. It is Benny Goodman, sing, sing, sing. It oh, is sorry, Benny Goodman, it. sing, sing, sing. What a brilliant piece of music that is. It is cool, yeah. That's okay. Lima. Sorry, Brendan. I, I'm no, going now into the I corner. Confused when John said it was neither of those things, I thought uh, I was like, it was one of them. Surely. <laughs> right. No, if I listen, if I was 100, percent Liam might have pushed it, but I, I, know, I honestly I know, couldn't. I'm going to guess this means that Liam's question he thought he knew was coming up is not coming up. So let's see what questions we have here for you. First of them, this is the instrumental version. Was one of the biggest selling songs of 1937. The original version of Sing, Sing, Sing had been released the year before with lyrics. It was performed by its author, an Italian-American singer, actor and trumpeter. What was his name? Much later on in his life, he would have a starring role in the 1967 Walt Disney film The Jungle Book. Oh. Ali. <laughs> nah, I'm shot. <laughs> <laughs> i let you go for this one, Brendan. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, Jesus, I couldn't tell you. He was an Italian-American singer, actor and trumpeter. Later on in life, he had a starring role in the 1967 film The Jungle Book. What was his name? <laughs> if you... I, I, I can give a stab. Do, again. definitely, please, because I've not... Don't the... laugh at me, Ger. <laughs> or John. John will laugh at me anyway. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, in good, I'm just in good humour. Italian singer, but I don't know was he ever a trumpeter. Go on. <laughs> Italian-American. Yes. I'm just, I'm just going to name a name. And Go on, name I don't care, John, if you laugh name at me. Name a name, Liam. Name Dean name. Martin. Dean Merrick. Cross Don't worry about it. I don't think we'll even go to stab in the dark, to be honest. Is <laughs> Gillespie a trumpeter? He was, but... Don't know if he's Italian. He's in the wrong... Either. Yeah, but Gillespie... Uh, it kind of sounds like Italian, though, right? But it's yeah. not Dizzy Gillespie, no. No, I know it's not. I was going to go with Giovanni. No. But, um, yeah, Dizzy Gillespie, because that's it. Why not? <laughs> because it ends with E. Might as well Gillespie, I think, it sounds kind of Scottish. He's Scottish. Um, Does it? <laughs> Louis Prima is the name we were looking for there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Louis Prima. Final question. Liam and Brendan. Benny Goodman, give his name to that group because he was the band leader, known as the King of Swing. But tell me, what musical instrument did he play? No, there is a question. And he was the leader. So what what would... um... Sure, it has to be something like a trombone or trumpet or something like that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, the last side was trumpet, so would it be trombone or...? What would, is there any traditional leader of an orchestra would be, like a tuba or anything like that? Well, he'd be leader of the jazz band or leader of the big band. Yeah, you know, jazz, so big, it okay. would be uh, an orchestra now, I'll just tell you that. Uh, uh, what about my, my sax? Ge- yeah, sure go. my guess would be trombone, but... We'll go for trombone then. Trombone? Yeah. Trombone. Afraid <laughs> not. Cross we go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's trumpet. You think it's the trumpet? Yeah. Oops. Benny played the clarinet. Oh, clarinet, very good. Mm. I thought I read that, sorry. Okay. I thought I saw him doing it. <laughs> now, we've reached the final round one, which is a bit different, okay? So I've got to break it to you what you have to do Yikes. here. I kind of ran out of hits of 1937. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Understandably. Yeah. So, this is a song from 1937, but it is being covered here much later on. All right. In a duet. So... Don't worry about the name of the track, which I think you probably know anyway. I want the name of the two people who are duetting here. Okay. Okay, here we go. She gets too hungry for dinner at eight. I'm starving. She loves the theater, but she never comes late. I never bother with people that I hate. That's why they 
<laughs> Radio, that is from, I'll even give you the clue, 2011. Mm. So who was duetting there? 2011. Unfortunately, as I said, I, was given, I wasn't looking for the song title in this case. Oh, it was just the two people. Just the two people. Yeah. So it was far too late, 2011, for the two people I thought uh, it was. Yeah, yeah. I think I know if that helps you. That's <laughs> 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 the, the Suave fella. Is he Canadian? Who? Oh, Michael Bublé. Bublé. Like Mickey and Bubbles. Bublé. Bublé. Mickey Bubbles. Mickey Bubbles. I guess who would be the other one? Oh, yeah. I can't place her voice, but now you've Michael Bublé in there. It sounds good. Um, would the fact that he's Canadian, would he be with a Canadian woman? As in, like, Celine or something Celine. like that. Celine, Jeez. Didn't sound like it. No, it wasn't Celine. It's never, never Adele. Or, like, she doesn't do that kind of stuff, does she? Mm, no. Okay, I'm going to push you, start pushing you towards, nudging okay. you towards making an answer. So we're happy please. with Michael. Michael Bublé. Celine. 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 And Brendy, it sounded confident. like it sounded yeah. like they were older. It sounded like well, so so the the male voice is Tony Bennett, and as far as I know, he did a duets album in that year. Uh, now, when I listened to the female singer, it didn't sound like this person. But then again, she was possibly altering her voice to be more in tune with that age, that era. And I know there was a, a there was a famous duet with Tony Bennett and this particular singer. Um, who I believe is no longer with us, but again, it could be wrong, and that was Amy Winehouse. So I would have said Tony Bennett and Amy Winehouse. Ah! <laughs> He's got one of them right. I'll give him credit there, but Tony unfortunately, Bennett. he needed Tony two. Bennett. I was kind of thinking. Amy, Tony Bennett, Bennett and Lady Gaga. It's Lady Gaga. Wow. No. It's Tony Bennett. Did you say Tony Bennett and recognize the voice, right? I All right. I did think you did sing with um, the other girl at some point. Maybe it was a different song, though. It definitely wasn't that one, obviously. Okay, so you have two subsequent questions. Okay. Right, back to us, okay. This song was first performed in 1937, as I said. It was in a Broadway musical called Babes in Arms. Which famous songwriting duo wrote that show? They wrote Babes in Arms. Famous songwriting duo team, not brothers though in this case. Lauren and Hardy. Hardy. That wouldn't be John's way, would it? Not brothers, so they're sisters. They're a duo. No, uh, no, they're I mean, not. They're, not they're a duo. A duo of writers. Famous writers of musicals. No, I can't. There you go. No more will I say. <laughs> it's not my... Uh, um, the English... Rogers and Hammerstein or something like that. <laughs> Do they? Is it? Well, huh? they are... Um, are they English? Okay. Rogers and Hammerstein. It's been passed over, so potential song, bonus. Songwriting duo. Songwriting duo. Uh, who wrote that song there? It's not those. But what, what was the Sisters in Arms part of it? Nothing. It, that ba- was just Babes in Arms. Was Babes in Arms was the name of the musical. Arms, musical. Yeah. What's your man, Andrew Lloyd Webber? Who did he? Did, yeah, with? wasn't he a part of a du- uh, two writers rice. first was and then the split? Was there rice? Yeah, but so I, that's what I was thinking was Andrew Lloyd Webber, and then I couldn't remember the name of the other guy. So Jerry Rice, <laughs> Jerry Rice, Rice is NFL Forty Niners. Yeah. I think yeah. it was a, I think there was a guy called Rice and Lloyd Webber. He wrote. I don't know. Cats. I really. 
Will we try that, Brendan? Do, do go for it. Uh, Rice and Lloyd Webber. No. Well, I'll be, I don't even know if they were born in 1937. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rice and Lloyd Webber. That's what I would have wanted for now, me. Now, these pair over here had half of it right. Oh. It was Rogers. And his partner before he went with Hammerstein was called Hart. Lawrence Hart. Was Rogers, and Rogers and Hart. Rogers and Hart was what we were looking for there. Never forgot. You were very close. No. Very close. Actually, Most I was going to guess. By default, Rogers and Now, we admit. here's one of these things that happens from time to time on this show. Are you ready? Oh, okay. Jer has to sing us. This version is taken from Tony Bennett's 2011 album Duets 2. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I've read these. His first US number one album? And it also made him the oldest person to debut at number one on the Billboard 200. With whom did he partner on the track Body and Soul, her final recording, before her death a few oh months my, afterwards? My oh, that's Amy. Isn't my it? Goodness, yeah. Amy Winehouse. Is correct, Marcella. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, uh, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. It's with the cookie How the cookie crumbles is indeed yeah. its happening. I think there was about four marks won that round. <laughs> yeah. Right, so let's go with over to Clancy. Before we take the ad break, let's go over to Clancy and we see how the scores stand after that. Well, that flew by, didn't it? Blue to nine points. Red to eight points. So tight. Nine points to eight. We're going to take an ad break and we're back in three minutes' time. You're welcome back to After Fact on Clamaris Community Radio. After three rounds tonight on the year 1937, well, we have a tight one going on. So the blue team, that is Jerry Slattery and Marcella Connolly, are on nine points. Just one ahead of the red team, Liam Rabbit and Brendan Cox on eight. <coughs> on we go to round four, the 20 questions. In this round, the team that's in control gets asked a question. They have a minute to answer. If they give me the right answer, they get a point, but they also get the next question. This can continue until they get at most five in a row, correct? In which case, they will have to give over control of the game, but they'll get a bonus sixth point for that achievement. However, any wrong answers, we'll see it offered over for a bonus point, and the team, the other team will get the next question. Right, red team, you're trailing by one, which is tactical brilliance, <laughs> to begin first. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Question one on 1937. In January, who was sworn in as US president for a second term? Uh, I think I know that, Brendan. Yeah, go for it. Uh, well, we can confer, John. Can you we? can, of course. Roosevelt, FDR Roosevelt. Yeah, that's Happy right. enough for that. Uh, Franco Delano Roosevelt. Correct. Done. Number two. In May 1937, what has been described as one of the wonders of the modern world officially opened. What is the name of this bridge, part of US Route 101, that links two parts of California, San Francisco and Marin County? Golden Gate Bridge, Brendan? Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco slightly gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> it does a bit. Yeah. Number three. Which aviator disappeared after taking off from New Guinea during her attempt to be the first woman to fly around the world? I have the Humber Emilia Earhart. That's yeah. Yes. Well Not really bothering the clock too long here tonight. We're doing mm. flying now. <laughs> Number four. In 1937, the world's first feature-length animated film Premiered in Los Angeles. What is it called? You know that one. I I can't remember. I I, I know I studied it, but I can't. What do you think? So Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. He's correct. Come on, Brendan. That moves you on. That's four in a row. Here we go with question five. The Marco Polo Bridge incident, which took place between the 7th and 8th of July, is widely considered to have been the start of which conflict? 
Uh, I remember reading some about Nanking and China and and Japan. There was a, the, the, uh, you know, uh, yeah, the, the Japan, Japan, China, so, but it was it yeah, wasn't something like that. The Japanese, the Chinese, Sino Japan War, Sh- Sino Sino Japan uh, War. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. It was the second one, but there we go. We're good. Oh, and that's your bonus point. Right. Lovely. Across we go. That's a good I start. I will say what I had then? every one of those right <laughs> in my head, and now I won't know any from here on in. Your first question. Up to Under pressure straight away. Yeah. The man known publicly as Albert until his accession and Bertie to his friends and family was crowned on May the 12th in Westminster Abbey, London and thereafter became known by what name and number? Uh, so George the Sixth. Edward the Eighth abdicated. So the, 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 it's the new king, is that what you're Yeah, well, that's basically where we're going. Yeah. Oh, right. So he was known as Albert until his accession and Bertie among his family and close friends. He was crowned on May the 12th in Westminster Abbey, London and thereafter became known by what name and number? George VI. George VI. Correct. Oh, okay. Never confident with royal... Questions. No. Too many numbers involved. <clears throat> yeah, well, they got that. George VI. Right. Okay. Next question. The company founded in 1937 under the official name of the Limited Liability Company for the Preparation of the German People's Care, abbreviated oh. at the time to Gesuvar, is much better known by what name? Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Volkswagen, Volkswagen is yeah. correct. Yeah. Next question. The head of Abraham Lincoln was officially dedicated at the Mount Rushmore Memorial oh, yeah. in South Dakota in 1937. Following this dedication, how many completed heads did the monument feature? Up until at this point, after Lincoln's head was after his was in it, it was five. So he basically, completed it. he completed it, didn't he? Yeah, there was four heads in it. Um, no, I'm pretty sure it was four. Sure. Okay. Presidents one, three, sixteen, twenty-two. I remember that being asked in a quiz before. All right then, go for that. So four. Uh-huh. So the question is, how many, including Lincoln? Including Lincoln, yeah, at that time. Are on the. No, following that dedication, how many completed heads did the monument feature? Right. I've written the question. Well, they all gone at that stage. Oh, see the last okay, one. Okay, seven. We're no clue about that. I see. Nine thirty-seven. Was there? You have twenty seconds left to so, give me. Say four or less. <laughs> it's a genius, Marcel. A genius. Lincoln is the third of those. Ten so seconds. Still one to be done yet. Ten seconds. Okay. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So tr- uh, three, 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 three including, including Lincoln. Like. Is correct. You worked oh. it out. Oh my God. Well done. <laughs> yes. The final head, which was Teddy Roosevelt, <laughs> yeah, wasn't completed right. until 1939. Okay. So Lincoln was the third head. Well done. I was at another personal That's impressive, Jar. Right. That is. Next question. The great typhoon caused the deaths of 11,000 people when it made landfall at which Asian city, then a British colony? Pretty sure it was Hong Kong. Hong Kong would have been British then. Yeah. I wouldn't say Hong Kong. Hong Kong, she says. And she's right. Oh, nice one. Well done. Got four in a row. Here's her for your fifth. Are you ready? Yes. I think so. Sweating profusely. What was, at that time, the world's smallest tiger species was hunted to extinction, with the last surviving member, an adult female, thought to have been killed on the 27th of September 1937. This occurred on which island of Indonesia? The island also gave the tiger species its name. Okay. Bali. 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 Is correct. Right. 
So back at go. us. We're starting. Well that's two fives in a row. Well done, everybody. Okay. Right, we we'll go back across the table. Scores are relatively speaking unchanged. There's one. Ahead, the uh, blue team are one ahead. Right. Liam and Brendan. Okay. Set between the dawn of the fairies and the dominion of men, there and back again is the subtitle of which work of children's fiction first published in 1937? Repeat that again, John, sorry. Set, quote, between the dawn of fairies and the dominion of men, end quote, there and back again is the subtitle of which work of children's fiction first published in 1937? I've got nothing. Sounds like Lord of the Rings. Happy for you to go with it. There and back again, first published. Dawn of Fear and the Minion of Men. 30 seconds left. Go Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Not right. Cross we go. Awfully close because yes. Tolkien published The Hobbit. In the Hobbit. The Hobbit. Oh. Unlucky folks. Yes, The Hobbit subtitle is There and Back Again. Okay. Right, Marcel and Jerry, your question. All right. In May... Neville Chamberlain became Prime Minister of the United Kingdom following the retirement of his predecessor. Who was that man? A Prime Minister on three occasions. Stanley Baldwin. Correct, it was. Yeah. (laughs) Marcella, they're giving you the points before I even can. Next question. In which US city did a mayoral election take place in 1937 involving two children of Irish immigrants when Maurice Tobin defeated James Michael Curley? Oh, okay. Boston. Well, I suppose it was the logical guess. It's correct. Yeah. They were in Boston. Yes. Okay, that's three. Similar question. In which country did a federal election take place involving two parties led by leaders of Irish descent, with Joseph Lyons of the Country Coalition re-elected as Prime Minister, defeating the Labour Party led by John Curtin? It's one of the Commonwealth countries, obviously. Mm-hmm. No, it's not Canada. There's it's a ghost in Brendan. There's a ghost in Brendan's house. Yeah. It's not South Africa. It has to be Australia. Um, Your best guess. Right, go. Australia. Australia. Correct. Right. Okay, let me just do the quick top. That's four in a row, guys. So, for a fifth, which brand of cooked meat was introduced by the Hornell Foods Corporation yeah. In 1937, it gained popularity worldwide after its use during World War II. In 2012, the eight billionth can of it was sold. Spam. <laughs> correct and correct. Okay, cross we go. It's love spam. Liam and Brendan. The first issue of the world's third longest running comic book was published in December 1937. Its longest running strips, Desperate Dan and Corky the Cat, both appeared in that first issue. What is the name of this comic? Uh, Dandy. Yeah, Dandy. The Dandy is correct. Boys, Mike. Next question. Which country left the League of Nations in 1937 after the League had imposed economic sanctions on it for the invasion of Abyssinia? For the invasion of Abyssinia, so um, it must be either Italy or Germany. What do you think, Brendan? Uh, I defer to your better knowledge history, definitely not my uh, Abyssinia. Political history. Italy, John? Italy, Liam, is the correct answer. Well done. Well done. Next question. The Road to Wigan Pier, published in 1937, documents the author's sociological investigations of the bleak living conditions among the working class in Lancashire and Yorkshire in the years before World War II. 
It is the middle of three famous works of non-fiction by which author? Not a clue, Brendan. What do you think? Mm. Not a clue either. Uh, what was the name of it again? The Road to Wigan Pier. Yeah, The Road to Wigan Pier. Working class Lancashire non-fiction. He's an author, but he also wrote non-fiction. Three famous books indeed. And this is the middle of his three famous books. What was the name of the other two, John? I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'll tell you at the end uh, of the question if you want. Uh, I'll just pick it up. Is there any like, other... It would be something uh, like Ian Fleming or something like that, would it? Could well be, yeah. I, I'm not a clue. Yeah, we'll go uh, just Ian Fleming. Ian Fleming? No, I haven't. Okay, you're getting the next question, uh, Blue Team, but you can get a bonus there. Books Who wrote The Road to Wigan Pier? And anyway, something Phillips. You're not. You know this. You've he's got kind the of a controversial kind of a right wing um, man in his time, is he not? Um, okay, I'm going to say no, you don't. Know. Probably wasn't. I don't know. The very opposite of that. Was he? All right. George Orwell. Orwell. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Wrote the road to Wigan Pier and Brendan. It was between his other non-fiction works, Down and Out in Paris and London, and Homage to Catalonia. Right, Marcel and Ger. Yes. The US film industry's number one money-making star in 1937 was an actress born in 1928. What was her name? No, was that Betty Davis? No, no, she, she was nine years of age. Correct, Jar. So Good maths there. Can you hear the question again? Please? The US film industry's oh. number one... Uh, Brendy knows it. The US film industry's number one money-making star in 1937 was an actress born in 1928. What was her name? I think I know about Brendan. Oh, Shirley Temple. Oh, Shirley Temple is right. So I'm going to say Judy Garland. Oh, Judy Garland. Shirley Temple was a child star. Yeah. Judy Garland. Judy Garland was very young, but... We'll go Shirley Temple on Curly Head. Correct. Shirley Temple. And the last of our 20 questions. Scottish-born author J.M. Barry died on the 19th of June, 1937, at the age of 77. In 1929... He had given the copyright of his most famous work, Peter Pan, to which institution, which continues to benefit from it today. Oh, what did have anything to do with Scouts or anything like that? That's a good guess. It's an old association, yeah. Go for it. The Scouts? The Scouts. <laughs> Afraid not. Liam and Brendy, final bonus on offer. This is the last question of the set. Not a clue, Brendan. Well... Just based only on John's kind of uh, clarification of what they said, I'm just going to say for the crack, I don't think we're going to win anyway, so the, the Boy Scouts. <laughs> I know, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what sort of character do you think I am? <laughs> no, uh, Jay and Barry very generously gave the rights to Peter Pan to Great Ormond Street Hospital. Oh. Oh. Any money that's ever been made for Peter Pan oh, since has right. gone to Great Ormond Street Hospital. That's impressive. Very good. That right, impressive. let's go to Clancy and check the final scores, everybody. Blue team 22 points. Red team 16 points. So it's a win and a win by six for the blue team. Thank you. Well done. Thank you, everybody, for playing. Uh, If you're listening at home, please stay tuned for some podcast extras. And we'll be back next week. So from me and from all the teams, goodbye. Bye. 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 Podcast Extra. And the fo- football final two weeks later was in Crow Park, so presumably the stadium was finished.
Brendy, when you stop moving and jostling or whatever you're doing. Apologies. Doing the dishes. You see, we're on the right track, but like, how do you formulate like what? Yeah, if you say the wrong thing. <laughs> Maybe if we say the wrong thing, we'll put disaster on the end of it. We might oh, get let off. Oh! <laughs> um, uh, let me see. Black and white movie, for God's sake, who's always watching Pee Wee Herman and all those guys. Pee Wee Herman? Well, no. Do you know the. <laughs> the, the, the no, but. Sorry, Black I don't, mean, I don't like, mean to interrupt your thoughts. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I will keep quiet again. Based on it, was that massive, that area 3.49 metres by 7.76 metres. And where, Picasso himself would have been your fourth clue if you'd gotten there. Where does that uh, hang, do you know, John? Uh, it's in... Um, Sofia Reina, Reina Sofia Museum in Madrid. Oh, I'll defer yeah. to Jura. The lesser known. One of the lesser known. The Prado is the Not the Prado, the, right. No. The other one. Very good. <laughs> Okay. Now, recent policy change in Clamars Community Radio. Um, we are now one ad break per hour instead of we used to be two, oh. right? So we used to always take an ad break here. Okay. But instead, I'm going to push on. We get the music round out of the way, and then we'll just have the final thing be the last bit of the program. Okay. Okay. Well, very yeah. good. Okay. Well, obviously, I let it out that whole little explanation I just gave you. Oh, well, everyone's level, so I'm going to get out the, the, coin, the coin of power to decide oh. who's going to... Uh, Six all. Actually, sorry, I've neglected because I was thinking oh. of that ad break. Okay, after that round, let's go over to Clancy and we see how the scores stand. Blue to six points. Red to six points. So the sides are level. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> the music. Heads. <laughs> Heads, she said. Well, you've got um, the number 10 or... An actual head, which is the Italian goddess of something or other. I'll go with the Italian goddess. Right, okay. Sounds good. It's actually the number 10. Oh. So, <laughs> we go first. You want to go, go first? first? Yeah, All right. sound. You all right, Brendan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we it's go. It's going to be horrible it's anyway. It's going to be terrible right now, music. Uh, all right. Let us proceed to round number three. Sure, has been studying. Leave is accusing Ger of studying <laughs> for this look. one. I'd, have, I'd need weeks, I'd watch months, Liver years I'd watch to Liverpool. The music round yeah, for 1937. Uh, in this round, the teams will hear a piece of music. That's the only one I can think of. Just going to go get this uh, button ready over yeah. here. Oh, he's saying he's going to Um... What type of button would that be you're getting ready? Uh, it's, it's not a good button, Brendan. Okay, it's on the laptop then, it's not. Yeah, it? it's on the laptop. The hand is hovering over the laptop. So, can I get an answer, please? Should we go with that? I, I've... Yeah, yeah might as well. Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers and Lela or Lela. Wrong. Afraid, surprisingly, that is incorrect. Uh, so the Jungle Book, but I, I don't know the original. I remember that. Uh, uh, do you remember there was a famous Irish lad that started doing a co cover version of the Jungle Book song, The King of the Swingers? She used to. King of the Swingers, Dicky Rock, is it? <laughs> no, there was. Uh, Dicky Rocky. I'm, I'm the King of the Swingers, the Jungle VIP, and um, some Irish trumpeter, but he wasn't. It, the no, reason Ch I know Johnny it, Carroll, is it? No, no. The reason I know Sorry, it was I in the. Through those claw machines you get in Supermax. Oh yeah, I thought that was um, <laughs> Oxygen. Playing over and over. I thought that head. was Oxygen 4, Jean-Michel Jarre. 
Yeah, yeah. And back, back. We have uh, really gone off okay. track here. Uh, talking about the claw yeah. machine in Superman. Italian singer. Uh, so, Brendan, you, it, you, the original version I, I, of... I honestly, uh... So who was duetting there? 2011. 2011, yeah. That comes up, right up. 2011. <laughs> Brendy's out the door. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my wife has just arrived back in the room. <laughs> that's why the lady's a tramp, anyway. But... My yeah. wife is not a tramp. <laughs> oh, sorry, excuse me. No, she's not. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, as I said, I was giving, I wasn't looking for the song title. Okay, Rogers and Hammerstein. Um, very wrong. Hold on, we got the door open again. That was actually what I was going to get. That's guess. my answer going out the door there. Brendan, what do you think? Um, <laughs> Hold on, let's let Kira finish walking across the room or whatever. Sorry, just one second. <laughs> <laughs> Record the radio show, will you? Come on. Well, I, it was the dog in the last one I was in. It was the dog. <laughs> now, it's been passed over, so potential so, bonus. Songwriting duo. Okay, Brendy, we're not going to dawdle too much here, okay? okay. Very She's bad luck there. That. Very bad luck what happened there now with you and that. Uh... No, I, I, I just like, once I heard Tony Bennett's voice and I kind of knew, and then I was like, oh, this would be a good one. I kind of had to go to put in. <laughs> I just didn't think I was going to shoot myself like that. All right. Have you? Yeah, I suppose oh, well, I did mention that she died. Yeah. yeah, no yeah, yeah right, Brendy, are you ready? Are you comfortable? Are you not going to be moved around? <laughs> like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick fire round. All right. Okay. Let's go. Okay, I'm just going to mute my mic. <laughs> I, I, you can obviously hear stuff in the background. It was, That's like, it was, it, it, it's, it was probably a, a, a vehicle on. going by the, the window. Motorbike. Yeah, yeah. Apologies. <laughs> or, or a ghost. I'm right. muting from here on. I'll come back in if I know anything. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. The first issue of the world's thong... Thongest. I just made up a word. Say nice. it again. The first <laughs> issue of the... Thongest? Are you the thongest first? Anyway. Next week on After the Fact... All right, your warm-up question. I have in front of me a list of the world's top 10 most valuable sports teams as defined by Forbes magazine, December 2017. It's your forte, Shelley. Oh, I'd say so, yeah. Jeez. So we'll start with Carol, because she's here. Real Madrid. Real Madrid is correct, Carol. Very good. Okay, who wants the next one in there? Go on, Shelley, you go first. Uh, the Patriots? Of New England, correct. Yeah. They're number six. Yeah. Uh, Manchester United. It is correct. They are number three on this list. Okay, back to Carol. Mm, LA Lakers. Or whatever they're called these days. They're still called the LA Lakers and they are on this list. Wow. Joint ninth. How many teams are we looking at? Ten again, is it? Ten. Okay. Uh, hmm. I will try the New York Knicks. It's a good one. They're on seven. They're seventh on the list. I'm great at this. You are great at this. Because <laughs> I was going to go Yankees, because I'm pretty sure the Yankees are on it. Well, well are you going Yankees? I'm, I'm going Yankees. You're yeah. going Yankees. Yankees is a good one to go. They're second on the list. Yeah. There we go. We haven't exhausted New York. But Everyone has got, no one's got one wrong yet. This is shocking. <laughs> Just sport experts. Shocking in a positive sense. Go, Carol. Barcelona. Barcelona is also on the list. They're number four. 
<laughs> what are we down to now? We have three left. Oh no, there's a joint, isn't there? So there's four left, right? Uh, let me see. We've got one, two, yes, three left. Three? Yes. Oh, Ooh. let me think. I'm next now. You're next, yeah. What about an ice hockey team? Hmm. Can I name one? <laughs> Let's see. So we had Barca, Real, we had Manu. I gave a punt at Man City because of reasons. Reasons. Uh, no, I'm afraid that is the first wrong answer of the round. So ah. Michelle. I'm less sportingly qualified than the rest. Yeah, well, it's going to be joined by the second wrong answer because. Uh, Go on, Mikey. You can do it. I don't think so. Um, other mega rich teams. Think of different sports. I am thinking of different sports. That's probably why I'm. I'm yeah. <gasps> well, let me see. One. I'll tell you what. I'll give Actually, you, I'll give you a clue <gasps> and say that you've named. I all thought of another one. You've named all the sports that are on the list. Yeah. yeah. So there's no innovative other sport you've missed. So there's, there's no ice hockey. Yeah, there. Um, yeah. So Dallas Cowboys. What you say, Mike? Dallas Cowboys. Top of the list. Bang. Get in. So basketball, yeah, American football, soccer. Correct. That's basically the list. Well, there was one other. Mike already said the Yankees. Baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Baseball. Right. Carol. Um. What we're left with? Uh, we've two left. Uh, and the two are in the same sport. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't help. Well, when just, you don't know which sport. It help us when it you get right. It help me if you get right. <laughs> AC Milan. No, I'm afraid not. It doesn't help, Carol. Um, no. I'm going to say Bayern Munich. No, afraid not. Ah. You're out, Michelle. Gone. I'm out. Out. Yep. Well, that was a good answer. Now. Yeah. Okay. Have a lot I have two lives. Um, the girl's got one, so you're in a position of power here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I don't think they do, but I'll just say Chelsea just to get them out of the way. No, I'm afraid not. Okay. Carol. Orlando Magic. No, afraid not. So, you're up. Mike, uh, you are the champ, I think, by my sums. By default, is it? <laughs> Go on, try another one. Go on. Would you actually? Would you tell us the sport, or is it too much of a giveaway to say the sport? NFL. NFL. Okay. Told you. Yeah, you are right. Um, do, 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 the, the Giants. Have we said the Giants? Yes, the Giants is correct. There you go, New York Giants. Say the last one now, Mike. The last one. That... Oh, it's like now. fifteen to one, where you have to keep going yeah. with your one line. What score will you get at the end, there, Mike? Uh, um. 49ers? Oh, he deserves well to Thank you. I'm just going down to um, make my children go to bed. All right. Back in a minute. Good luck. Uh... <laughs> All right, cool. Well done, everyone. Now we're just going to wait for our fourth member to um, get online.